This is a production of the Gold Arrow Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to the Gold Arrow Camp Podcast, a podcast for friends of Gold Arrow Camp. Throughout the year, we'll be joining you to bring your day some of what makes Gold Arrow special. Our goal is to help you have fun, make friends, and grow throughout the year, not just when you're at GAC. Since we can't get together in real life, we gather here around the virtual campfire. We have some of your favorite parts of morning assembly. We also have interviews with experienced campers and some of your favorite counselors. We think it's a lot of fun, and we're glad you've joined us here on the podcast. This is episode 36, where we're chatting all things backpacking and OLC with a guy who took some time off the trail to talk to us. It's Wolfie. Today we chatted with Wolfie. Wolfie, like me, is from the Midwest. He's from Illinois. I'm from Indiana. In fact, we went to college less than 100 miles apart. He was there slightly more recently than I was. It's always fun for me to talk to someone who had the same basic experience that I had when it comes to seeing and living in the majesty of the Sierra Nevada for the first time. When you're from the flatter parts of the country, it really explodes your brain that you get to live and work in like a forest on a mountain next to a lake. It's a really incredible thing. But our conversation was about more than just experiencing nature. We had a really long chat about the outdoor leadership course. We still have space in our second OLC, which runs from August 4th through the 17th. And the OLC is really an outstanding opportunity for teens to learn leadership and feedback skills. Wolfie and I talked about uh, the fact that teens really struggle with both giving and taking feedback. And the OLC specifically teaches that skill of how to give and take feedback. This isn't the first time we've talked OLC on the pod. Uh, if you're interested in more of that, you go back to the third podcast ever in our first season where we talked to Mac, who led an OLC, and also chatted with some campers who have been on the OLC. Uh, but first, listen to this chat with Wolfie, who led the OLC in 2018. Oh, welcome to the podcast, Wolfie. Hello, good to be here. I am so excited to have you on board. I, I love getting to talk to backpackers because you guys have great adventures. Yeah, we're not in camp too much to talk to you either. I know. I feel like every time I see a backpacker, I'm like, hey, we'll chat the next time you're around. <laughs> Three, four days later. Right, exactly. Um, okay, so for people who maybe don't know, I, we just talked about it, but kind of can you tell us who you are and, and what you do at camp when you're at camp? Yeah, so my name is Wolfie, and uh, 2018 is my second year at Gold Arrow, and I'm a backpacking counselor, and this past year I was um, chosen as like a kind of a co-leader for the backpacking group, um, and I also led the outdoor leadership course at Gold Arrow. So uh, yeah, I lead in overnight backpacking trips with groups of 10 to 12 kids with the cabins. Um, I take their group counselor and the kids out and, you know, teach them about the environment, show them the like beauty that raw nature has to experience having a, you know, f a meal cooked over the fire, right. Or right next to the fire, watching the stars out under the trees. And while you have that at camp, it's nice to, you know, get out and really have that isolated feel even more so. And, really be able to grow some cohesion with your uh, cabin mates. Yeah, I think it's um, 
like we think when we come up the mountain from the city, like, oh, we're really in like nature and we are like at camp. We're totally surrounded by nature and it's awesome and it's dark and the stars are incredible. And yet if you go backpacking, it's like 10 times more like you get away from like because at camp, we still have electricity and lights and all yeah, that. You're running yeah, exactly. And you get you backpack and it's like, oh, it is. This is awesome. I, yeah. I, the first time. I went backpacking in kind of the high Sierra. I was like, oh, my word. There are stars I had no idea existed. Like, this is incredible. Yeah, when um, my, last year, my first year was the first time I had done any real backpacking in California and really blew me away. Right. Especially all the shooting stars, which oh. like, especially all the kids from L.A. and like San Francisco. Because I, I grew up in Chicago. I, I don't remember ever seeing right. a shooting star like i don't know 60 70 miles from the city so i can't imagine that many of the kids that live in la or san francisco have seen shooting stars so it's awesome for them to have that opportunity so you're from chicago the chicagoland area how did you end up at a summer camp in kind of central california what's that what's that journey look like um so i ended up going to a small liberal arts school in Indiana called DePauw University. And there I met one of my good friends, Pancake. Sure. Almost up there. Um, <laughs> and she's from San Francisco and had been going, or Bay Area, and had been going to Gold Era since she was a kid. And she knew that I had worked at a summer camp in Michigan. So we kind of talked about that. And I was looking for something more like gold arrow more like of a rugged outdoor camp where they had a backpacking program so talked to her about that and she thought that i would be a good fit and suggested me to you and the rest of the directors and yeah and, and the rest is west coast history yeah exactly I, I mean i think you talked about it a little bit but i'm still interested as a backpacker what is your favorite part of camp because backpackers don't spend a ton of time in camp kind of you're you're in camp for a night or two and then you're out for a night or two and it's kind of this like you guys live in your own world a little bit what's your favorite part and it could be the backpacking like I just of camp in general what's your favorite part I think because I've been able to do OLC I've really enjoyed like that experience and having that like you have a week of like really intense you know, physical exertion. Some kids are like, might be emotionally pressed or just like out of their element and that that's totally okay. And it's a great time to like teach them to be in like, you know, it's okay to be scared. It's okay to, you know, be uncomfortable, but like work with it. Um, so I think it's a really growing opportunity for a lot of kids. Um, a lot of kids, you know, haven't have never done a 50 60 mile hike before sure and a lot of people never do realistically yeah exactly and so some kids come out of it saying you know wow i want to go i want to go hiking more now <laughs> and like i want to find trails near home and you know I, one of the kids on olc this last year said that to me and like, i was just like really really happy about it it's like that was i want to like inspire kids to get out yeah, I think – well, let's chat about the OLC because I think the OLC is a really cool program that terrifies a lot of people, 
right? I think for, for a lot of camp. So if you're not familiar, the OLC is, is our outdoor leadership course. It's kind of a longer hike. It's six days in the wilderness, either in Yosemite or in high Sierra. And, you know, one of the things that we do is it's for kids that are done being in the cabin. And so could you maybe talk just a little bit about like the benefits of OLC? Cause I think a lot of kids think there is no way I'm doing six days on the trail. There's no way I'm hiking 60 miles. That's insane. You've done it. You just said it's your favorite part of camp. What kind of message do you have for those kids that are afraid maybe of the OLC? Um, I think looking back to, you know, if the kids were younger when they came to camp, I'm sure there was some fear coming into it as a new space, a lot of new people, you know, new activities that they'd never done before. So I think OLC is kind of just another step that, you know, they're older, they're in high school now, and maybe they're looking for a new challenge. And yeah, it's, it's, it is scary, you know? Yeah. People hear about bears and yes, there are bears out there, but there are precautions and like smart ways to maneuver around them. And like, it's like safer than I think people expect because we take precautions. We're smart about what we're doing and like we're prepared and we teach the kids how to be prepared themselves. And um, it's a leadership course too. So a lot of these kids are athletes or are, you know, in group activities at school. And the leadership course is another opportunity for them to, you know, take a day, take, um, take a scenario um, for them to practice, like, leading a group in a situation that maybe they're not familiar with. Yeah. And, like, you know, that might highlight some things that or some areas that they can work on. Like, all right, when you get like if you're leader of the day, you know, it's OK to OK. Hey, guys, we're going to take a second. Like, I need to look at the map because I'm not sure. And like having that self-awareness is really important. Um, so we can emphasize that at the end of the day, we can have reflection like we can give kids feedback. And with giving feedback, I think those kids receiving feedback and learning how to accept constructive feedback is another really important trait that I think I, like I myself like can definitely work on. I think everybody can, yeah. um, but like starting that at a young age, I think that's an extremely valuable lesson. And I think one of the things that I always take away from it was if you had asked me in high school, like what makes a good leader, I'd have been like, Oh, good leaders are just good leaders. Like they're born good leaders and they're natural. And I think there's a, there's an intentionality about the way we do the OLC where there's like, literally we're going to sit down and talk about leadership and then you're going to get a chance to actually practice leadership. And like you said, get some feedback around the fire at night, like immediate feedback, like this thing you did three hours ago really bothered me. And it's, I think it's in an environment that's constructive and um, connected. And when you're getting that feedback in that way, I think it really helps kids. And these are, you know, often sophomores and juniors in, in high school who are, you know, they're really looking to move into leadership positions on teams or in clubs. And I think that's a really um, awesome experience for them. And if, if we hide that experience in kind of the awesome nature of the Sierra National Forest, that's just an added bonus, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think going along with that, it's a two-way street of, you know, people giving feedback 
too. Yeah. Like receiving feedback is one, but giving feedback as well, not just saying that was stupid. Like that idea was bad. Like, okay, well, why was it bad? And how can we move on it? Like, yeah, I think it's a, a lot of kind of culture says that the way to give feedback is to complain about things is to say, Oh, that's terrible. That sucked. How could you do this? And, and that doesn't help anybody. That just makes everybody miserable. And so there's a, yeah. a great benefit to saying, hey, listen, this is how you give feedback. This is how you get feedback. And as an adult, I think at some point you kind of learn that through trial and error. But there's a huge benefit to being able to say to a 15-year-old, hey, this is like a good way to give feedback. Like I learned those lessons the hard way through, you know, kind of damaging relationships and making people feel bad. And if yeah. we can kind of point that out to a kid, I think there's a huge benefit there. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. So a, a lot of campers look at the OLC. They've graduated. They're done. They have that two weeks in their summer, and yet they don't sign up. Like, I still have space in the second OLC. What's, what would your kind of 30-second sales pitch to those campers be about, like, why they should consider the OLC? Do it it'll be an experience that they'll always remember and they might have, they might find some of the best friends for their life there. They might find a passion that they love like I did a few years ago. And, you know, they'll get to see a lot of these kids are from California. They'll get to see mountains and lakes that will blow their mind and that they've only heard about in the works of John Muir, the works of Ansel Adams, you know, yeah, I think it's, I, yeah, that's the pitch, right? Because for me, the leadership stuff is incredible, and I think it's really beneficial. But as a, as a guy who studied a lot of history, for me, it's like you're going to see stuff that some tiny, tiny percentage of the human population will ever see. Yeah. Like this is, you're going to be in a place in nature with 10 of your closest friends, and that's it. Like that's no distractions it doesn't even look like humans have been there other than the trail. Like it's incredible. Yeah. And, and there's different than, you know, like the OLC both times we've gone to Yosemite. There is a difference I think between going to Yosemite and, you know, backpacking through Yosemite. Yes. There is I drove to tunnel vision and yes, I love tunnel vision. Blew my mind. But I think you really get to appreciate the place by, you know, experiencing it and really drinking the water, you know, sleeping on the rocks, not on the rocks, above the rocks, on sleeping pets, kids, it's okay, it's comfortable. (laughs) Prepared, get a bath bomb. Yeah, I think there's (laughs) this, there's this temptation to say, it's, I think of it as like the Disneyland effect. Like, I saw, fill in the blank, I saw Half Dome, I saw the giant sequoias, whatever it is. And then I got back in the car and I drove back to town and I had in and out for dinner and I, you know, I picked up my phone and yeah, technically you saw it. Like, I guess your brain has a memory of it, but it's like you say to like sleep under those stars to, to see the waterfall, to take 40 minutes, just by a waterfall in the quiet, just to reflect is something we don't do. Yeah, and change where you change your setting. Like, yes, okay, you, you might start the morning waking up in bed, driving you know, somebody, and then ending again, you know, in a hotel or a bed. But, you know, wake up, end it in a tent, 
end it next to a dream. End it under shooting stars where you can like point out constellations and but it's uh the birds wake been waking you up once, not horns. Right. And th- there's a an Anne Frank quote that I'm gonna screw up, but it's basically <laughs> the idea is it's so much easier to get down to the truth in the dark than it is in the bright light of day. And I think that that's even truer. Like, I think it's so much easier to get down to the truth and the distillation of what's important in nature than it is in the, in the city. Like when you can strip away all those distractions and you can, all that goes away and it's just you and like the people you're with and a campfire and like a blanket of the galaxy for your ceiling and the sound of running water for your soundtrack, you can really get down to like what is important and what do I think? Yeah. And it'll definitely teach you to appreciate things when you come back. Right. Yes. Oh man. Uh, All right. Uh, well, that was, I feel like there's, that's good. So what's your favorite specific backpacking memory from camp? Uh, I don't remember what cabin it was, but I took out this cabin. I think it was either one of T's or Dobby's. And the girls just the entire time were like so supportive of each other. And some were like new to backpacking. Some had done some before. And it was just they had such a good time together like without me even needing to be there but like they also were inclusive of me and like having that self-awareness of I'm a 21 year old counselor like and they're 12 like it can be a bit intimidating like scary to them so it was cool to like be included in like goofing around with them having a great time and like just crying laughing with them and like making jokes around the fire and yeah we're making a really good dinner that they were like oh this is delicious right that's also another thing i love is when kids have backpacking dinner oh <laughs> they work up the best appetite right and, mm-hmm. and everything oh, is better cool. eating around a fire i think yeah. all right wolfie it's time for the speed round. Five questions we ask absolutely everybody who comes on the podcast. Here they come. Wolfie, what's your favorite camp song? Oh, gosh. Oh, this has to be quick, doesn't it? No, not really. <laughs> um, I really like the circle game, especially because when I heard it for the first time, it felt very relevant. It, it got especially to... Like, the, like, especially I'm like... the... 20 year old or 21 year old it's uh his his dreams have lost some grandeur coming true yeah something like (laughs) oh my word that it it, it's 11 years of seeing it over and over and it guts me every single time and it's now that i have kids it's it guts me all over again it's the worst like the worst best i love that we sing it and it just wrecks me (laughs) uh the brighter note probably like the moose song okay but we're gonna go with circle game moose song is a great camp song but circle game is a whoo Pulls of the old heartstrings. Uh, favorite item on the salad bar? Um, uh, There's a lot of good stuff is kind of the thing for me. I know. I'm trying to – I'm like picturing it now. I always would get mushrooms. Okay. 
Okay. Mushrooms. Beets or mushrooms? A man who likes kind of the flavor of the earth. Favorite lip balm flavor? Oh, strawberry. Yeah, send it strawberry. Good one. Mallows or popcorn? Popcorn. And finally, Wolfie, what's your real name? Oh, it's... Oh, no, we're all out of time. We'll have to have you back on the podcast oh. so we can find out your real name next time. Wolfie, thanks so much for coming on. Absolutely. Great talking to you. In a world with far too much seriousness, far too much drama, we bring you something different. The joke of the cast. Uh, Do you guys know what the difference between a piano and a tuna is? You can tuna piano, but you can't piano tuna. And now, it's time for another Gaxpiration with Sunshine. Today's Gaxpiration comes from David Viscott. To love and be loved is to feel the sun from both sides. Well, that does it for another episode of the Gold Arrow Camp Pogcast. Special thanks this week to Wolfie for coming on the pog and talking about the OLC. I hope you enjoyed it again. We still have space in our OLC for the second session of 2019. That's in August. Uh, Also, if you want to hear more about the OLC, we have a page on our website for the OLC. We also have a podcast, episode three, where it's Mac and people who went on the OLC talking about that experience. All of those resources are great. If you're even on the fence a little bit, I encourage you to take Wolfie's advice. When I asked him for a 30-second pitch for the OLC, his words were, do it. And I think you will get a lot out of it. Thanks to you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please recommend it to a friend. We'd appreciate uh, you rating us on iTunes or the Google Play Store and subscribing to the podcast. That helps people who haven't found it to find it and helps us spread kind of Gold Arrow's message out into the world. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Soy and I'll save a marshmallow for you. 